week's episode of Talking to Mod is sponsored by the Coffee Mod. Don't just dress like an ace face, drink like one too. They're also giving our listeners 15% off when you use the promo code MAGICMOD15. So what are you waiting for? How are we doing everyone and welcome to episode 18 of Talking to Mod. This week we have a fantastic band, the Sherlocks, who are just about to set off on tour and go and smash it up right across the UK before they go and hit up a European tour. They're buzzing, I'm buzzing to speak to them. Let's get on with it, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 18 of Talking to Mod. How are you though, mate? You all good? Yeah, spot on. Good. Um, I didn't did know too much about it, to be fair. Kieran texted me earlier and I was like, Right, I said, "What time is it?" Said nine o'clock. I'm like, "All right, sweet." Nah. I was I was driving back from Dublin. I did a show in Dublin today, and I, you know, when you know you're doing something, but you couldn't remember what time. I was like, "Did I say eight o'clock?" Shit, it better not be eight o'clock, or I'll be doing it from my car. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But um, managed to just get in and chucked all my stuff out and oh, set it all up and that man. But nah, thanks for joining me, oh, mate. Oh, Thank really? you, appreciate it. Good. Uh, did you have a good show? It was all right, mate. To be fair, I mean, I live in I live in Northern Ireland now, so the drive down weren't too bad. I had, I had the missus, my mum come down as well, and I had my little boy as well. It was brilliant. So it was like um these tattoo conventions. They've got me to do work on the stage, and we've done the RDS, I think it was like some beautiful venue. It's different, you know. They've got a lot of like people. Like I'm probably the act that wears the most clothes. Every other act, they're barely wearing anything. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, no, it was good, thank you, man. It was. It was good. And um, it's, as I said, it's a different crowd because normally I, I do a lot of stuff with a music crowd, yeah. like the tours I've been on and that. Oh, here he is. But um, it, it, was, it was decent. They never know what to expect with a magician on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's add him up, mate. Let's get this, let's get this cooking. All right. What's, um, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to add him in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no James English shit, is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he, he, I thought he just, I thought he just joined. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Right, right, mate. Here he is. Here he is. Let's try this again. <laughs> tell this ain't rehearsed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, there he is. <laughs> Boy, he's more for the Alex Turner look with that barnet. Sleep back, man. <laughs> Mate, nothing wrong with that, son. He, oh, that's that's what why you took so long getting on. You were doing the barnet. <laughs> you know what? I will. I think I uh, I tagged your your old Instagram in it. Oh, don't, don't mate. Yeah. So, I was trying to jump on that, but I've still been getting messages from that. So that that I had that Instagram since I was about I don't know, like twenty or something, and all of a sudden. Is some geezer doing like cryptocurrencies and like telling people how he's earned like 50 grand in a month. And I'm thinking, this geezer needs to tell me how to earn 50 grand, uh, 50 grand in a month. Do you know what I, I mean? Jesus. Text out Brandon then. I went, what, what thing is he on? And then you just sent me a thing over. But yeah, how are we doing anyway? How are we sure? We're good, mate. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. Just telling Brandon, it was good. It's, it's a different crowd. Normally do it to a music crowd, but it was like a tattoo convention. So some right like characters there do you know what i mean <laughs> but uh they see some geezer on there walking out to a bit of brian jonestown massacre and they think what's going on here eh? but it goes it goes down well you know it's something completely different yeah but um listen that's enough about me let's talk about you boys yeah 
I mean, that's what it's all about. Are you looking forward to the tour? Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're rehearsing tomorrow, pre-production. We're not we're not a band to practice that much, to be honest. But we're uh, not because we think we're class. We just uh, I don't know. It takes some getting together for us boys. But we've uh, we've started rehearsing. We've got a set list together, and uh, yeah, tour starts on Thursday. So we're we're raring to go now. Yeah, you buzzing for it. Just buzzing to play new tunes. It's always the same. I mean, each time a tour comes round, when you've got a new album out, it's the it's the new tunes that always do it. But yeah, this new album for us is probably one that's going to lend itself to being played live more than any other. To be fair, so, uh, and you got yeah, you got so much love towards that album as well. It's, it must be great to see, lads. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we. Uh, uh, people have been saying it sounds a bit rockier uh don't know we, we we tried a we've tried a few different things on this on this album but like there's some tunes which i can't wait to play live we've we've been playing a, we've been playing singles for a while now but like it's it feels like, like an absolute lifetime since we've been on a proper tour like playing even playing a full set to be fair like the last couple of sets we've probably been doing is like festival slots where it's go on hitting with your best ones for half hour or something and get off so it'd be nice to do his own gig yeah definitely man brandon you got any gigs is there any dates that are really sticking out for you mate that you just can't wait to do uh i'm looking forward to get first one under like under his belt kind of thing just i want to get that one nailed and then uh to bristol this thursday i'm looking forward to that just to get it just just to play a full set again because I can't remember last time because we've been promoting album doing acoustic gigs it feels like a lifetime since I played uh, like played on a proper drum kit in front of a crowd so <laughs> I think last time one of last times was probably when we played uh, Benny Casim and then flew back and played that uh, Godney Gathering Festival so it, if like I say just, just being back on stage on a drum kit will be nice so, uh, so yeah get Bristol out of the way and then Manchester's always mayhem yeah. for us, and, and Sheffield, obvious for obvious reasons. So, like Sheffield and Manchester Academies, will be they'll be really rocking there. Yeah, well, Br Bristol's always a good crowd as well. I've played there a few times, and like they're, they're always up for it. I think because it's quite a studenty town as well, isn't it? Yeah, we nice uh, place, isn't it? Bristol. Yeah, last week. Uh, that that well. I've only done it once, but I, I would do it again. Like for me, it's the it's the halfway point. Say if I'm going down to Cornwall, feels mm. like perfect stop off. It's a good night out around here as well. Like say, all uni students and stuff. But <laughs> usually when we play Bristol, it's uh, it's on a boat, yeah. isn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's what, what, yeah. I know they've got something like that in Belfast as well. I think they call it like the a barge or something like that and they they do all different gigs on it and that but yeah i've seen they've got something like that in bristol man where are we playing this time again what's the uh academy thing i think it's academy should know really oh, yeah it's academy i hope you ain't asking me i ain't got a clue <laughs> honestly every, well pretty much every single time we play bristol it's fettler but we've uh, we've mixed it up this time so we've both forgot where we're playing is it, is i think it is S, is it called sx is, is that in Bristol, the SX? I think there's a venue called yeah, SX. Yeah, I think there is. I think that's where we play, uh, we're S played in SW or, S w or something like that. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not actually sure where we're playing on Thursday. I know it's in Bristol, but I don't know what venue. Hey, listen. Sure had... you you just turn up and do what you got to do. You ain't got to know where you're playing, have you? Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Be good. Uh, it was always good to get back on the road though with the boys and just. It's like a family, isn't it? You know, you must love it, lads. Yeah. Well, that's it. You spend as a band. Uh, you spend a lot of time. You spend a lot of time off at road, obviously, because you can only gig so much a year. Like, you can't just do tour after tour. Otherwise, people just get bored of you. So you've got to like, you've got to dip your toe in and then leave people alone for a while. So uh, even with an album, in fact, you you probably get what these days a, a couple of uk tours out of an album and then once that's sort of over with it's like people are i think these days the demand is that high it's just like gears new stuff all the time so you'd be lucky to get like two or three tours out of an album and then it's just like gears the next one so yeah like you like I say you spend that much time not touring when you do it's just nice to nice to enjoy it and just just enjoy every moment and just be like right we're, we're on tour now for whatever two week three week just take it all in but we're uh got this uk one and then we're we're heading off to europe that's gonna be a lot more full on to be fair that's like three weeks solid. i think we've got about two days off so that's oh, great man that'd be nuts yeah it's, I mean, it's, is it same for you like do you have you know when you do your tours do you have like your main like your main tour then like your secondary tour like like you have them then like we go to them like secondary markets like uh i don't know like say oxford or like the the ones off the beaten track like like you and dame when, when we mean, go like on a full-on tour it's very like you only get one main run yeah. on like an album yeah, yeah. so like this is our main run for this new album which is exciting so yeah. it'll be buzzing that- Ah, that's good though. That's good, man. I mean, what the, what tune off the new album are you just dying to play and to see what reaction you get with it? Uh, for me, probably, um, probably with uh, oh, I don't know. I said going probably face the music, which is like it's it's probably the slowest tune on album. It's not slow. It just it's the more like relaxed tune, but it's it's a bit more like a bit of an anthem. It's not. It's not so much like a banger. Or it's not like sirens as upbeat as that. But it's just like a big chorus. Like almost feels quite oasisy, like a big chorus. So I'm looking forward to playing that one. It's quite moody, isn't it? I'd say we're more like a bit more Ashcrofty yeah. than Oasis. <laughs> quite <laughs> probably moody. Love that. Yeah, it is. It's it's a moody tune. Yeah. But um, it's uplifting when chorus kicks in. It's a big tune. Um, so we should. Sort of pick this set list off uh, just what people have been asking for really just no, no no tricks just see what see what the comments are uh and a lot of people have been saying oh play going nowhere play face the music so we've we've tried to incorporate the set around what people want to hear and uh, there's quite a lot of new stuff actually in this set it's pretty uh it's pretty new song heavy but that's what this album is about and it's a this tour Nah, brilliant man by the way the structure of this sort of chat there is no structure like sometimes it's like 95 percent bollocks and then it'd be like five percent just talking about what you've got coming up next but i've seen you've done recent or 
quite in the past a few times you've done something at a venue I know quite well. Doc Spearing, is it Grimsby, isn't it? Yeah. You do quite a little, do quite a bit with them, didn't you? I uh, I stumbled in there once about five six years ago. I was doing a might be five years ago. I was doing a wedding over in Grimsby, and um, they messaged me to come come and have a drink before like check the venue out and all that to see what we're going to do because. Before, when I went there, they were talking about upstairs, they were going to make it into this this mad music venue. And I think since then, they've opened it. And you've played there a couple of times, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good venue. I mean, the first time we played, we, we practically, it's um, it's obviously like a, a, a bar or whatever you want to call it, but it's a brewery as well. So we literally played in front of the tanks where they brew all beer and stuff. And then... Uh, yeah, and then like you said, they've done all upstairs art. He showed us it before they'd done it art, and it's, uh, it's, the full, it's the full length and width of the building. It's class, like a bit of a church sort of vibe. It's weird, but it's a good venue. I think they've uh, started picking up a bit of traction now, and there's, there's been, well, Tom, Art Kasabian's played there. So yeah, yeah. I remember when, when I went there, he showed me upstairs and it was a complete building site, but he had like the plans of it and it looked unbelievable, like literally unbelievable. And as I said, I only popped in there. He said, just come in, have a chat, have a beer. I ended up turning up like three hours late for this show because they just kept on bringing out beers to me. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? That's when you know, it, no, I haven't. They were in talks. I think they wanted me to do something a couple of years ago, but I think I had something going on. The date that they showed threw at me i'm sure i was somewhere else at the time um that is it david the the main bloke in it or something like that i'm sure well well he's called will i, I was close <laughs> wasn't i yeah you're very close <laughs> I, I know he goes he's a, he's a massive grimsby fan and that and he? he normally goes with lloyd is it lloyd griffiths the the comedian <laughs> but yeah no it looks it looks that's pretty good to be fair, man. Have you got any venues that you just love playing? Like one that stands out for you? Do, 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 uh, I like Manchester Ritz. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 like the it's just I think that's the one with the springy dance floor in it. Like uh, the actual floor's bouncy, which is mad. Uh, <laughs> it's if, a bit like Rock City yeah, as well. Rock City is good. Uh, yeah, was... there's a few. Like, obviously now we've been going a few years, so you, unless you're just exploring on scene, you're just jumping up venues. You do get the, I, I quite enjoy going back to like some of the same venues, like even down to, um, what's it called, Concord 2 or... Brighton. In that Brighton, is a, that's a good venue. Uh, that's a it. a beautiful. Con, yeah, is it Concord 2? Concord 2, yeah, yeah. Right on the scene from there's literally on seafront. One time uh, we, we turned up well early, didn't we? We got in and literally just met, had a cup of, met a cup of tea and just walked onto the beach and had a cup of tea on, on beach. I was like, yeah, it's back on this. We walked back over. That's beautiful, oh, man. Um, what's that got? St. Luke's in Glasgow. That's That's been the first to sell out. That's good. That's like a mini, a bit like uh, Albert Hall, like a mini Albert Hall. Yeah, Hall's yeah. Place. That's good. Um, some top venues, like say Rock City, that's always good fun. Good backstage oh, area and all, like table tennis table. Oh, yeah, and they've got that old fashioned jukebox in yeah. the corner as well. Yeah, so I'm buzzing for it, can't wait to get back. And then obviously, even Sheffield, I know it's just a, an O2 Academy, but 
it's always nice to be there that's that's like a it's like a a big venue for us but it sort of still feels intimate it don't feel too big yeah so that's all good buzzing for it that good man i love that love that growing up what sort of music were you listening to uh Loads of stuff to be there. And anything my dad were playing, which were a lot of stuff. Like he went through a phase. Of, so my dad, when he was growing up, were like into punk, punk scene. Um, and then like, like as he's got older, I think he started getting into stuff like, uh, you know, like the jam and stuff that he probably weren't into when he was younger. I think when he was younger, he, he must have just had a lot of anger pent up so like into Sex Pistols and um, what they called Exploited The Damned stuff like uh-huh. that um, and then yeah like basically just got into loads of stuff which has probably rubbed off on me and Brandon and been been a good thing really because we've just grown up listening to absolutely anything like Dire Straits ACDC whatever it is um, so yeah when we were in fact, I think you went, went through a phase of listening to like Blink-182 and uh, stuff like that. So we'd... I think, yeah, I was going to say, it depends on what age, like, because when we, when we were probably, well, when I was probably about 14, 15, it was like, MTV was such a big thing. And like, mm. only thing we could see on telly really, like guitar-wise and drum-wise, were like Sum 41 and like Blink-182 and all that kind of thing. And then... Obviously, when I got to about 16, 15, 16, that's when Arctic Monkeys exploded. And obviously, being from near Sheffield, yeah. you, couldn't really, you couldn't really ignore it. So then everyone got into, like, Milburn, Little Mante, like, Arctic Monkeys and all that kind of thing. And then, you obviously, from there, you start listening to, like, obviously, Oasis, Stone Roses and all that kind of thing. But... Yeah, I think you did start with like Blink One Eight Two and some Forty One and all that kind of punk punk pop stuff. But now I went through a right weird phase of not wanting to listen to American music. I don't know why. So I was like, I was like Libertines, Arctic Monkeys. I went listen to that. Remember like Josh and Andy going, "Oh, listen to Killers." I was like, "No chance." That Blink One Eight Two is supposed to have been playing Belfast. Uh... I think next month or something but i think they I think they cancelled it for some reason and uh i know the missus wanted to go to that and so i got off that one lightly because i wouldn't it's not my cup of tea mate you know what i mean imagine a geezer in that crowd with a parker on and a pair of ray-bans <laughs> listening to that it ain't gonna go down well is it <laughs> what about musical heroes then growing up who's someone who really influenced you to pick up a guitar or play the drums uh, for me uh brandon's already touched on them libertines were like probably my favorite band growing up through secondary school i was just absolutely obsessed with them like used to just listen to them every day and then from then uh baby shambles obviously after libertines split up same yeah. way absolutely obsessed with them like just them actually for like a good year or two just absolutely obsessed with them that so yeah that's probably my favorite band growing up Brilliant man. I don't know. I'd, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to pinpoint like an exact one. You'd probably be lying if you didn't say. Say 
them again with, with monkeys. You just can't, you couldn't ignore it. So you were like, Matt Elder's, he's a beast, isn't he? Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't really tell you one off the top of my head. I'd, I'd lead towards like Matt Elder's. Or if you want to get out, League One Eight Two line again, Travis Barker a bit, but I don't know. Rick Buckley, the jam. Yeah, we used to play. And we, to be fair, when we first started, we like had how many years were we playing covers, Keith? Uh, well, we started in two thousand and ten. Probably started writing his first tunes in two thousand and twelve, thirteen. So good. It felt like longer thinking back, but we must have done at least two or three years just hammering uh, purely covers. Oh, yeah, we were playing like so much. Like, I think the amount of covers we were playing were we were tired as get this is a bit off topic. Like, we were tidying as garage out of a, of a week and we found this set list, didn't we? And there must have been like 50 songs on it from like we'd play two full on sets, like. 20 odd songs each and then everyone would be like yeah play play a third set and have like a whip round for us and we must have played about 50 odd songs in every every night we played them cover things it was nuts <laughs> we played like loads of jam tunes and we used to play like right obscure ones as well didn't we like we'd play like yeah. town called malice and of its the, the classics tunes yeah yeah and then we'd what was that when you're i don't know young when you're we oh, should play shoot. we just no, Probably not being that obscure, but like as, as far as like covers, there were definitely no other bands covering that. <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> not, man. That is a great tune. We used to hammer it, yeah. We used to do just standard, like whilst everybody else, um, whilst every, every every like one of my mates were going to house parties and stuff like that. I spent my time, same with Brandon, just in working men's clubs and pubs, learning his craft, just. Absolutely hammering covers out. Used to play Friday night, Saturday night. They they were usually working men's clubs, and then Sundays were like pubs. And then like Rand says, we used to do two good sets, like massive a lot of tunes, and then just like Cossa, I think Cossa's song, like obviously we're an half decent cover band, but like even with selection of songs, it used to force them to be like, let's have a whip round. <laughs> like, do it like even if we ended up playing same like some of the same songs again, like so we do three sets on a Sunday. They're just nuts. And then like, like in them days we'll probably might have a day off Monday, chill out, and then Tuesday we'd be at a jam night in York and then Wednesday we'd be at another jam night. Just real out. Like, just nuts, just playing probably four, five times in a week. Love that. That's that's proper graft though, isn't it? Like as you mentioned, while your mates are out there partying and doing whatnot, you're out there grafting your way up and trying to achieve something that you love to do. I love that, man. That's proper. Yeah, we. I don't think we'd change it for the world. Like, and and some of them parties, like the odd house party, I did go to. It was never as good as what I thought it'd be. Do you know what I mean? Wrong, so mate. Like, I, I feel like I spent. Or I feel like we spent this time wisely, like in them. Uh, in them working men's clubs and it's not just the playing it's the I think a big part is learning how to handle a crowd and just like be put on spot and have like problems sometimes where your amp just goes down and what you're going to do you can't just stand there like and start crying you've got to <laughs> you've got to fix your amp or you've got mm -hmm. to start having crack with crowd while somebody else fixes it and 
stuff that you're probably used to as well, just having to be like, right, I've got to think on the spot here. Oh, mate, listen, I, I, funny story, actually, you saying that, and it involves a band that you mentioned that you love. Um, I played whole arena with the Libertines, right, and had my props on the side of the stage, like the stairs, just about to go up. And I thought, you know what, I'll quickly go to the toilet and I'll come back, right? Ran to the toilet, got my mic up, went to go up the stairs, and I looked down, I went, it's like, where's my props? There's a bag here. So I'm looking around, uh, I said to Cole, to the side of the stage, I went, Cole, you seen seen the bag with my props in? He's like, I ain't got a clue, mate. All right, um, went up to security guard, you seen, no, I ain't got a clue. I'm thinking, fuck, the geezer on the stage is looking down, thinking, are you coming on, mate? What's going on? Anyway, it turns out the cleaner has thought it was a load of rubbish and bunged it off in the bin, right? So I'm out there. I've got a deck of cards on me, right? The, the screens not wasn't working because the ceiling was too low down in this. In this, it was like where they play the ice hockey and all that in the arena. So I've just gone out there and I fucking winged it, mate. I just had to go out and just make it like ninety percent comedy and 10% magic and yeah. if you were at the back mate you were fucked because you couldn't have seen anything <laughs> I was doing but you have to think on the spot there's no way I weren't going out there you know I had to do something and it, it say you know now looking back on it the, the experience I had I would have thought a bit more about making it more of a visual thing but you only learn these things when, yeah. when you put in them situations you know what I mean yeah but no I know it's, it uh... was uh, was mental though just pressure it, just dealing with pressure, thinking, right, something's gone wrong. What am I doing? What have, like, we've had, we've had a few like ske like sketchy moments like that where it's just like I mean we've had we've had a couple of gigs probably where it sounds just gone completely off. Like we've played in uh I forgot the name of the venue, we've played in London and all literally sound just went completely off. And obviously I can't even talk to the crowd because my mic's gone off. And we're just stood looking like four bonkers on stage at this point. The only thing that were working more uh, is guitar amps. That right. So, like, we just ended up playing some covers. Like, I think Brandon, <laughs> you ended up coming to the front at stage. Like, Andy at the time put his bass down and we just started winging some covers. But do you know what? That, that turned into, like, one of the most memorable moments. I was watching, um, watching this podcast, actually, last night with... Uh, Andy Bell from Oasis, and he yeah, yeah. he mentioned something about, about that. He said, like all these gigs where you play them perfect and stuff like that. He said they don't really people don't remember that. They always remember stuff where even if, if like something goes wrong or like I don't know, an amp goes down or sound goes down, that, they're the gigs that you remember. So it's just how you bounce back and make it make it memorable for fans. So, but fingers crossed. We don't, we don't have no sketchy moments like that on this tour. No, you'll be golden, mate. You'll be golden. Is it, You might laugh at this one, then again, you might not. It's one of them stories, you know, when you think about it in your head, you think, like, this is a belt, and then you say it, and you're like, fuck, it wasn't as good as a fault. When when we played Concord 2 that you mentioned um, with the Brian Jonestown, that I, there's a part where I bring someone up out of the crowd, and I've got this, like... Um, Oh, is it in here? No, I've got it here somewhere, actually. I've got, like, this trap. It's like an old bear trap that I got in Margate at this, um, like, antiques antiques shop. Um, cut a long story short, so I bought that, and the, the trick is I put the deck of cards in this trap, get someone to select a card, sorry, put the cards in the trap, and I have to get their card out before the trap shuts up. 
Sorry, I bought this trap out, got this woman to pick a card, right? And she's looking proper, like, sketchy, like, all this. Her eyes are, like, proper, like, bouncing out. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I've picked, like, I've definitely picked the wrong one here. So, anyway, got her to pick a card. As I'm putting the cards in the trap, I've gotten to turn the lights up a bit more. <laughs> so she's seen all the people in the crowd looking, and she's gone, oh, fuck this, and walked off. Like, she's just walked off the stage. And I went... Oh shit! I need someone to help me out with this trick. What's going on here? So Colin from the band is literally just jumped straight on the stage and helped me out. Right. Anyway, I said, "What was all that about?" He said, "Oh, so um, basically, <laughs> she took a load of mushrooms before the gig, <laughs> and they kicked in when you were on stage." I was like, "Okay." He said, "Not even that." Before she went to jump on the stage, before she was like on the side of the stage when I called her on, she popped a pill as well, thinking that her help her calm down. So she's gone on the stage and all of a sudden, like, everything must have been kicking in and she was thinking, fuck this, I'm going to have one in a minute and bombed off. But similar to what you said, Kieran, you know, no, I've, out of all the gigs, that's that's the most memorable one because it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Paul Daniels didn't have to deal with that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, i tell you what, it's, I can't handle that, doing magic. That's that's a lot more pressure than playing a tune. Because if you've I, got I don't know, like, time like we use at least don't forget you're on your own i'm part yeah. of that and, I, and i'm usually rhythm unless it's an half decent solo and i'll try and play it but um now nah, i can't handle that there's too much pressure just on one person and it's got to be bang on like uh, well, mm, i guess so like there's many times when you stand out there though and you think what the fuck am i doing <laughs> you know what i mean like this is this is suicide like I'm trying to perform magic and make them laugh to a music crowd. What am I doing? Yeah. But touch wood, the bands that I've done it with, it's gone down a storm, mate. And I think it's, I mean, the Libertines were the first one who gave me the chance with it. And it's something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's, listen. it's a niche, isn't it? It's like, whenever, when, when you were, when have you ever heard of that? Like a, a magician going on on tour with like rock and roll bands? It's it's good. It's it's definitely it's definitely something different. But I'll tell you what, I can I can't handle that pressure, me. No way. Because <laughs> I think the, the difference is with like watching a magician, not in like a bad way, but you are as a punter, you're trying to figure out what the magician's doing. So you're almost trying to like you're not wanting him to. You're trying to suss out what, what he's done. Whereas we are banned. Everyone just wants the band to play its song as good as they can, and that's it. But when uh, you're in a magician, it's like, yeah, it's, let me suss out what he's doing. Like, people are still doing, yeah, but impress me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was, we that, I, I saw this one moment, right, when we played Dublin, um, funny enough, where I was today, but on, on the tour, this one tour I did, and these two guys right and bang in front of me, like, exactly in my eye line. Every time I did a trick, they were like whispering, like, "Oh, I think he did it this way. I think he did it." And I, turned, I stopped what I was doing. I went, "Well, listen, lads, listen. Don't even think about how it's done. Just enjoy it." Do you go to a gig and think and say to your mate, "Noel Gallagher's playing a G on the guitar there?" I said, "No, you fucking don't. You just enjoy it. So enjoy this. Yeah. You know what I mean?" And yeah. like you said, though, no matter what you do, like the people are going to try and figure it out how it's done and that. Like, like that's that's that is half the beauty of it. Do you know what? Right, talking about. On the spot, do you want to see something now? Yeah. All right, Kieran. I'll do. See if I can do this one. Ah, now, 
this is totally off the cuff. It might work, it might not. All right, I'll tell you what, Brandon, I don't want you to feel left out, right? Could you you think of any card in a deck? Right. Uh, not an ace, not an ace and not a pitcher card. Okay? Right. Right? And Kieran, can you think of any card as well? Yeah. Not an any ace card. and not a pitcher card. Yeah, any card. Not an ace and not a card. Right. First of all, Kieran, in this deck of in this like stray jacket, I have a deck of cards. All right. You, you, what card are you thinking of? Two of hearts. Shit, really? It's interesting. All right, let's have a look. So as I said, in this deck of cards, or in this deck, is a deck of cards, of course, right? And you said the two of hearts, right? Can you see every single card is facing towards you, except from one? You see every single card is facing towards you, except from yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Right now, yeah, Brandon, you you thinking of a card? Yep. Yeah. Right. Let me tell you the story first. This is a unique deck of cards. During lockdown, I drew a little stick man yep. on this deck of cards. All right. As I flick through, he does his trick. He knows one trick and one trick only. What card are you thinking of, mate? Seven of clubs. Seven of clubs. Let's stand up for this one because it's that good. Uh, there you go. Look, the seven of clubs. Right, that's that's the card there. That's that's not the trick. Sorry, camera's there. That's seven of clubs. Yeah. Right, that was yeah. the card that you chose at random. Okay, seven of clubs. I'm going to leave that there. Now, let me just get in line with the camera. Can you see the stick man? Yep. Right, watch. <laughs> that's outrageous. <laughs> Stuff <laughs> that. That's good. Nice one. Nice one. He's been getting a subliminal message. message yeah. Start this live stream, making me think of two of hearts. That's hey, good. Man. On the wall, I've got a small two of hearts engraved on the wall, and you've been looking at that, and that's yeah. what influenced you. I feel like Darren Brown shit, isn't it? Good that. But boys, boy, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Let's talk about what's the next 12 months old for you boys, eh? I know you've got the tour coming up and then you've got the European tour as well. What else have you got yeah. in the pipeline? We've just announced um, we're going to be bringing out a live album from uh, from Sheffield. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, as far as like like proper studio albums, we we had an album out last year. Obviously brought us his fourth album out this year. So... We'll have to see next year. There could be an album, but um, yeah, live album. We're cracking on with some some other stuff. I'm I'm always writing, so we're probably to be honest, we're probably getting studio pretty soon and start getting album five down. Uh, what else are we doing? We're opening a pub. Yeah. <laughs> in Lincoln, called the Jolly Brewer. Yeah. Which is. Oh, like, I've seen something yeah. like this. Fucking go ahead. Yeah, I we couldn't just, do anything like it's that. Some of me and. Me and Brandon wanted to do it for for years now. I've been talking about it, like, oh, wouldn't it be good to to run his own pub and uh, and get involved in that side of things? And just the time's been perfect, really. We've teamed up with a guy called Adam in Lincoln, and uh, yeah, that's that's fingers crossed going to be opening in November. Brilliant. Uh, a lot of work being done at the minute, but yeah, we got got a few things going off at the minute. Like I'm recording a lot of acoustic stuff. 
obviously write in new stuff for the band, uh, like I say, album five, and then live album coming out. What else are we doing? And then I reckon next year we'll probably, or we want to try and play like a lot more festivals because we didn't really get to, we didn't, it was sort of, to be honest, going to be like a bit of a year off. We are, we are disappearing just like a nice chilled out year, but like the promotion we put into this album, we ended up, it's probably ended up being busy, like a busier year than normal. It's gone like, fast, hasn't it? It's gone like that this year. Yeah. It's October today, isn't it? And it's just like, got this UK tour, then we go to Europe and we literally come back as it's Christmas. Christmas. We're going on. We're going on tour with Key now. We next year as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, you're playing Belfast April as well, with that, aren't you? Dublin, it's Dublin it's Arena. Is it Dublin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. I think. I think I dropped you a line, um, Kieran, and said I'll pop down to that one, man. Yeah. That's that's a couple of hours for me. I'll get in the motor and drive down. Yeah. and see you before yeah. or something. Come down. Yeah. It'd be, uh... The class, absolutely class. Yeah. Oh, Keen are brilliant, man. It's up there, Albert. Like, what's the um, is it under under the sea? They did an album under the sea or something like that. Well, I think the most well-known one, well, the one everybody the, knows. Yeah, that's it's the tour, isn't it? It's the anniversary tour yeah. that we're on. But we're, we're oh, doing man, Europe. It's gonna be unreal. Yeah, it'll be class. It'll be absolutely unreal. They are so, the really, really sound guys as well. Like. Because obviously we played with a lot of bands and stuff, but it sticks out when people are nice. And uh, their because. their drummer uh, literally just come up to our dressing room. We spotted him in Scarborough, and uh, Rich he come up and he were like, "All right, lads, I'm Rich." Uh, and then he come and watched us play a set. And then after that, just before they should have been going on, he come back to the dressing room and went, "Brilliant set, lads. Watched it all." Uh, like I didn't have to do all that. They were just really sound. And then after they played, we went for a went for a beer. We we them all in their dressing room and that, and we got on really well. So I think that's probably why they've invited us back. That's brilliant, man. Really, really nice guys. We, yeah, we're in Scarborough. That absolutely oh, hammered it down from from pretty much when we got there and sound check. It just didn't stop raining all night. <laughs> So that's gone before you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but I tell you what, the crowd were absolutely unbelievable. Like that, that venue. I think, well, I think the rain made it, didn't it? In some kind of way, the rain kind of made that gig because everyone was soaked before they even walked in, and then they were just like, "Right, this is this is what it is," and then everyone just like embraced it, and it and it it was absolutely hammering it down, weren't it? It weren't just a little bit of rain. I think we even got we went out in it, didn't we? After after we played. Nuts. Went for a beer, <laughs> went, and we just and he was, oh, and he was mad. He was mad that. Bless you. What, you. what 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 venue was it in Scarborough? Is it open air for you? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a proper. Well, it's an outdoor venue. It's like a. Are they called that amphitheatres or something? Seating going up like a fair bit, like in a curve. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, when we're playing, not, not even just us, Keen as well. Like I say, we're all night. They were just like, everyone's just in ponchos, just sat there, just like rounded rats. But oh. honestly, but, like Brand says, it, it literally did make it that gig. It was, it was something memorable where it was just like, the fact that all these people have turned up early, they know what time 
roughly an headliner comes on. So Oof. the fact they turned out early and watched our set, it were uh, it were unbelievable. And then we got to stand side stage and watch them after. Brilliant, fast, great band. Love that man, and love that boys. Well, boys, listen, thank you very much for joining me tonight and having a chat. It's uh, it's gonna be a good one when this. As I say, it gets all edited and put on Spotify and that. But um, oh, one thing I want to mention is the following that you have, the fans you have, uh, that they love what you do, mate, like most people do. But if, if people love good music, they're going to listen to you. And I know that this tour is going to be a successful tour for you all. And you should be, as you are, you're absolutely buzzing to smash through the back doors of it. Do you know what I mean? But uh, what would you like to say out there for anyone who's coming to the gigs? No, just... Um... Well, anyone who's been following this for a while, thank you for the support. As always, we appreciate it. Um, we are, it's no secret, we are a, a proper DIY band. Like, we're not on a big label or out. It's just literally us four in band and as manager. And we're like a travelling circus, just travelling around, having a laugh, enjoying it. But, yeah, we appreciate all the support. And if you're new to us, check us out. Get a ticket to a, a gig. It's the biggest... Right, it's the biggest, uh, the biggest tour we've done in terms of like venues and stuff. We really stepped it up this time, and uh, yeah, going to be playing the new album. Buzzing for that. Really excited about it. And weirdly, I think, uh, I think for most bands, like when they've released the first album, it almost unless you're on a massive label where you can just keep hammering it, there's, there's often like a slow decline. Whereas for us, we've just released this fourth album, and it's strangely like been as more successful if you want to call it that got his best chart position sold more oh, yeah he's done fantastic done so fantastic man the future's bright hopefully so we'll just keep smashing it and writing good tunes and putting on good gigs i've seen you many times lads i've seen you many times i think i remember the one uh shit, what's that festival in warrington is it neighborhood isn't it yeah yeah yeah. I remember seeing you there a couple of times. Um, I can't remember how long ago this was now, but I was absolutely mangled because the day before, Fulham won promotion against Aston Villa, right? And I was in no state to really go to a gig, but fuck it, I remember having it there, mate. I remember it was fantastic. I think the DMAs, I think the DMAs were on as well on the same day. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you know what? I think, I I think mean, that was the first... I'm sure that... That might have been the first year neighborhood started. Cause I think it was like I can remember the lineup being Solid, pretty, pretty mad. Like it was DMAs, uh, I don't know, Blossoms, Catfish. You know, like Pigeons and Texas. I think they were there as well. Yeah, Pigeons. I'm, not, I'm sure they were. I can't remember, man. Like, as I said, I was in no fit state to <laughs> even be walking. But listen, when when your team wins and gets promoted to the Premier League, you got to enjoy yourself, ain't you? Oh yes. See. That's that's all been put on the back burner since I've become a dad, though, so you've got to get my priorities straight again. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? But, boys, I wish you all the best on the tour, and I will be catching you. If I can't come to one of the... So I know you've got London, and then you're playing you're playing Brighton as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Should not dates, really, but we're... Uh... <laughs> I, I mean, anyone else who's really good at doing interviews and that, he would have written yeah. down, or he'd have yeah. a fucking picture yeah. here. But listen, as a, it's, it's like... It's just a chat, isn't it? It's just a laugh, sure. eh? Yeah. Where, where's, your last, where's your last place you're you ending up on, on the UK? Sheffield. That's, that's, oh, that, that's going to go off, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, that's on 4th. That's day before uh, bonfire night. 
with fireworks both nights, right? But Go on, Sam. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, that'll be a uh, proper party, that. Finishing Sheffield and then probably got half a day off and then we're straight off to Europe. But wouldn't have it any other way. Love that. Love that. Well, lads, again, thank you very much for uh, giving me your time this evening. Enjoy the rest of your evening and have a fantastic talk. No, thanks for, yeah, for having us. Yeah, we'll no catch problem, you. Mate. 100%. If I don't I'll catch you at the London or Belfast, uh, London or Brighton. I'll catch you in the uh, in Dublin. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Take care, lads. All right, God oh, bless you both. You. Cheers, mate. See you later. See you later. See you later. Bye -bye. Right, there we go. Fantastic. Lovely lads. Lovely lads. Grafted their way. You gotta you gotta love any band who who stick to what they believe in and love what they do. I can't knock anyone for that. Um fantastic lads. Know they're buzzing for the tour and I can't wait to go and watch them live. And what a fucking album that is that they released. Fucking mega. So anyway, thanks for tuning in and listening. God bless you all. The